Welcome to this awesome Little Books podcast, uh, where we're going to talk a little bit about the story behind Little Books and the story behind these new audio podcasts um, for the daily reflections with Little Books. My name is Kristen Russell, and I'm going to be kind of walking you through this podcast, but I am joined by two very special guests. I'm here with Stacey Trapani, Executive Director of Little Books. Hello. Hi, Stacy. Hi. And we are here with Jeff Beckett. He's an audio engineer and owner of Beckett Audio. So hi, Jeff. Welcome. Hi. This podcast, really, it's the sneak peek. This is something brand new that Little Books is putting out there. And we really wanted to share the story behind it. Like, how did this even happen? So Stacey, can you tell everyone listening just a little bit about the Little Books, what they are, and explain how they help people? Yeah. So the Little Books are um, little daily prayer companions for the liturgical season. So we have one for Advent and Christmas, Lent and Easter. And then we have some stewardship books, a children's book, a couple other things that we offer. And they're the books are unique because they were developed by a for, the former bishop of Saginaw, Bishop Ken Utner. So he was one of those people who wrote absolutely everything down. So all, he kept record of all of his homilies. And so he was bishop for 24 years in the Saginaw Diocese in Michigan. And we have 24 years of material, homilies, talks, you know, any kind of thing that he did. He wrote it all down and it's all been categorized and organized. So he had this idea about 22 years ago that you want, he wanted to do a reflection for Lent. It started with Lent. So he created this little book and it was, it's small. It fits in your pocket. He really wanted it to be something that people could easily pull out of their pocket so they could pray anytime they wanted. And his goal was to get people to pray six minutes every day. That's still our little theme line Mm -hmm. to pray for six minutes every day. What happened is that people started getting word of these books. So then he said, well, let's make an Advent book. Let's make an Easter book. And all around the nation, people started getting word of the books. So he would print more and more and more, and he started distributing them. And then what happened is a business rose up around it, and it and it became an actual functioning arm of the Diocese of Saginaw. And so um, Bishop Ken passed away in 2004, so almost 20 years ago, and some very enterprising team members of his um, his uh, somebody who was his admin, her name's Leona Jones, his communications director, Kathy Haven. And then um, I'm not exactly sure what her role is at the time, but Sister Nancy Ayotte, the three of them sort of said, what are we going to do about little books? People just love them. And they pulled it together and they created this organization. They kept it going. They kept the spirit of Bishop Ken alive. They used his writings to keep writing the books because he was so prolific and he wrote everything down. So um, it's it's really a testament to their desire to keep this going that it's, it's why we have books right now. Mm. And today we sell about 3 million books a year to people in the United States, Australia, Europe, Canada, Mexico. We have Spanish versions as well. So it is crazy cool. 
Yeah. Talk about how a little book with a mighty reach and just knowing that it goes, it's not just, you know, Michigan, it's not just the United States, but it's, it's really worldwide. And so, Jeff, this is my question to you. Yeah. Since these books are so widely available, how is it that you came across the little books? Well, a uh, couple of times a year, they, this basket would appear in our church. And, um, you know, first time I saw the books, it was like, oh, I wonder what this is. And I said, well, oh, that's cool. And I took one home and I began to look for them. And you had to be one of the first couple of people in church, otherwise they would be gone. So when when you saw them there or when you suspected they were going to be there, you're like, I got to get to church early and get one before they're, before they're, they're out. But we, um, I guess, I, I don't know if I'm the only one, but uh, I think that sometimes I, f- I would find myself maybe not fully in a spiritual mood or maybe a, a certain liturgical season was coming up and and those books were almost like a little light in the basket there and there was always the hope that if i if i started reading this book it would it would bring me uh closer to to being where i wanted to be at the end of the season you know uh, when when easter came or when christmas came awesome and and so jeff where are like okay where in michigan where are you at we are uh are i'm in a small village south of rochester about maybe 25 New York. New oh, York. yeah, yeah, Rochester, New York. Yeah. yeah. We have yeah. a Rochester, I Michigan. Know. I was just thinking that. <laughs> so here we are, Michigan, reaching out to New York. I know when I was at school in uh, Philadelphia, they would have little baskets of the little books out. And yeah. I was like, hey, that's from my home diocese. What's up, little books? <laughs> and so, Jeff, you're, you know, these little books are sitting in the baskets. And I just, I'm just wondering, like, how did this partnership with little books, how how did this start? How did you guys get in touch with one another? Well, um, I want to tell you about a little group that we have at our at our church. Um, we dubbed ourselves the Wigby Group. It's called uh, "Wouldn't It Be Great If." We would always come up with these ideas, and we actually would meet regularly and talk about how we could do things that were outreaching, things that were fun, things that hopefully had a high ratio of effort to to value that you know in other words they didn't take a ton of money there was just some things that we can do that had great results and that would impact people so you know you can you can imagine this when someone had an idea and someone would jump up and say wouldn't it be great if and then we and then it was yeah yeah and we talk about it and then like maybe it would cost a million dollars and we'd be like ah we can't do that but we would talk about doing a lot of type podcast things and things that could go beyond what we've gotten used to things things that could reach people on on a different level um because there's a lot of room for that and and I was just thinking one day it was I had the book in my hand and and I said it'd be great if we just did an audio version of this um and I I opened up the book and I tried to find some information I went to the website and I I emailed Stacy once and I had a kind of a wonky email at the time, so I didn't hear back. And then I, I call- think you went into spam. Yeah, I went into this. Yeah. Yeah, so, you did. So um, the Holy Spirit was teasing us. Mm-hmm. So um, so I called and it was just a cold call. And I said, I said, hi, I'm, you know, I and I tried to explain what it is I was trying to get at before she said, I think you're nuts. And, you know, we 
See you later. You know, it's funny, though, Jeff, because I don't even know why I answered the phone because I don't answer the phone if I don't know who it is normally. Right, right. It was a little crazy. How long after you sent me the email did you call? Uh, about about 10 days. I tried to, you know, I tried. So okay. I don't want to I don't want to be uh, an over communicator. You know, I said, I'm going to give her some time to think about it. And I said, well, this was really important to me. And the worst you can do is say, you know, uh, either, yeah, we have someone already doing that. No, we don't have the time or I don't know. But um, I was I was sitting right there in the, on the couch and I made the call and Stacy said, you know, we were actually thinking about doing something like that. In fact, we 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 did it during COVID and 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 it had good response. And I and I was like, wait a minute, really? And we just started talking, and we had our, our own little "Wouldn't it be great if" session on the phone. I didn't even know I was participating in one. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, and actually, what ended up happening on this end, so Kristen um, would create. Uh, an audio for just our church. She would do it all all on her own using a podcast. And you can jump in, Kristen. And I loved it. I listened to it every single day. So we, the two of us, had been meeting and talking about how we could pull together mm-hmm. a podcast for little books, but it was just too onerous. There were too many. I didn't want to start a podcast platform and there were just too many things. It was it was a lot. My you guys were talking about making cold calls, and my little millennial heart just about stopped. I was like, "Who makes cold <laughs> calls anymore? What's that?" Um, yeah, don't even talk. Don't call me. Text me, right? Or text me to let me know you're going to call me. Um, <laughs> but my pastor and I, we were talking like, you know, wouldn't it be great? If, wouldn't it be great right. if we could do some sort of audio? And so you know, we contacted Little Books, and and he sits on the board, so he was able to get the okay for it. And then I, what I did is I just kind of went up to some of our electors here at the parish and and lay ministers and said, hey, would you want to read? Because I first had Father Rob reading and he was like, this is like a lot of work. And I said, I know it is a lot of work to read a week's worth of little book reflections. And so we just started cycling. Everyone got like a, a week. And so we started recording and people loved them. And so when Stacy and I started talking about it, I was like, the interest is there. If you don't want to tackle it right now, I definitely think it, it should remain right. on on the table and not too far in the on the back burner. And then you cold call like And it was good timing because um I was looking for something that I could reach out and communicate and work with people all over the place. So when we do our podcasts, we're uh when we do our our uh our reflections we're in four different places sometimes. You know, Stacy's wow. you're you're in Michigan mm-hmm. and I'm in Honey Eye Falls and then the the two people who read, they're in different parts of Honey Eye Falls, but we're all in our own homes and mm-hmm. we get to do this audio and it's like all the things that that in the past made it not feasible to do, the cost, the having to go to a studio, all the stuff. It's not like that anymore and we're getting uh as as good of as good audio as we can as we would ever have gotten, and we're all doing it from the convenience of our homes, and it's fantastic. So we can concentrate on doing uh, creating the product and and curating the product. And so, Jeff, what I heard you say there is that when people listen to the little book, uh, their daily audio reflection, 
A, they're going to get pristine quality, <laughs> but course. B, that, that they're going to, so it's going to be pleasant to listen to mm-hmm. first and foremost. But secondly, uh, can you tell us a little bit more about the two people that, yes. you know, came in and did yes. some of the reading for you? So I mentioned earlier that like I, I could just hear a voice and, I, and I'll say, you know, have you ever recorded? And I said this to, to Brenda. Brenda is our female voice talent and she does a lot of public speaking and and I know her fairly well then one day I was just thinking I said to her I said Brenda have you ever done any public speaking and she's she's like yeah I've done a little bit and I just kept that in the back of my mind her voice is so clear I don't know I mean I feel like she's talking right right with me and not talking in front of a crowd um so she was one of the first persons the first people that I thought about and the other one is our deacon, our deacon Eric. And deacon Eric gets, he gets applause after his homilies. Um, he's so fantastic. He he, uh, he spends a lot of time on his homilies and he's, he teases that his wife is his, is his uh, editor and that together they, they come up with these. But, he'll, but he, he will capture us and just move us. When, when he speaks to us, I said the same thing. I said, you know, his voice and his his the calmness of his voice and just the way he prepares and looks at you. I don't know. He just he, again, it just seems like he talks right right to me. And when I asked him about this, he says, absolutely. He said, anything that I can do to to be more of a reach out ministry or to minister to people, he says, I would love to do it. And we had talked about, you know, I come from advertising, the advertising world before I came to Little Books. So I came to Little Books last July. So I've not been here that long. Um, in In my world, you went online and you found some talent and you hired them online and you did all the recording and I was assuming that's what we were we would do because I didn't know who would be reading the books. And Jeff said, "No, no. I've got ideas." <laughs> and it really and and his point was, I don't think anybody we hire will come across with the same meaning that mm-hmm. somebody will who reads these books and appreciates them and he was very right about it. I spent a lot of time looking, you know, where on these sites that uh that hosts um, you know, demos and either somebody was doing like a car commercial or whatever, yeah. or the, on the other hand, they were doing these calming things that were meant to put you to sleep. It's like, <laughs> well, we, we really don't want either one of those. Um, right. So after listening to your story, this clearly is not a coincidence. Like this is no the spirit at work, both in, in little books, but just, I think in the way that the Holy Spirit connects us anyways. Right. As as believers, I mean, just as humanity, the Holy Spirit connects us all. So my question for you guys is, what do you think the Holy Spirit is up to bringing you two together to put little books out in this brand new medium? Yeah, the Holy Spirit's up to what the Holy Spirit does, (laughs) surprises us in unexpected ways. Yeah, Yeah, makes things wonderful. Mm -hmm. And, and truly, at the the timing of this was so spot on that there's no way there it wasn't divine intervention. Mm-hmm. It was just crazy. I don't know if you want to add to that, Jeff. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know what to say. I mean, we, we I, I'm so proud of what we've accomplished. Mm-hmm, um, me too. And, and we excited. All, yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm so, and I'm so fond of it. I've. I've listened to this so many times, not, you know, even after we finished it. Yeah. 
So I definitely think that audio is kind of, it's a way to bring people together. Like you guys were just met, talking about, I mean, how, I mean, we're in different states right now having this conversation, the power of technology, but the power of audio too, by listening to these little books it allows you to engage with the prayer in a different way. You know, think about the different ways to pray. And one of the things that Little Books is all about is Lexio Divina, you know, mm-hmm. that divine reading. And sometimes when you're just reading on the page and you get something out of it, but when someone reads it to you, or if you can go back and have that, you know, replay that scripture verse or scripture passage again, God speaks to you in different ways. Mm-hmm. And so I just I just have to reiterate how awesome it is that here you guys have brought the little books to life and given people a new way to pray with yeah. them um, and, and really to be able to experience Lexio Divina in a different way. Because if you're used to doing it just very individual and, and just reading it um, in your own voice, in your head, to be able to hear someone else read it. I mean, it really does just bring the text to life. So do you think that that's part of what the Holy Spirit was doing? Like we're into the, we're well into the 21st century now. We are post-pandemic. And sometimes some of the things that we've been doing for a long time, they don't work anymore. Yeah. Do you think that might be part of where the Holy Spirit was directing you? Yeah, I think so. And I I mean, I think God's always reaching for us. And and I think God's happy to have a vessel, somebody who's willing to reach back and help along in the process. And I think, you know, maybe the spirit just said, oh, this is this is a great way. I'm going to try this way of reaching. Yeah. And so I love the little books as an individual who's reading them, praying with them. But for you guys, I mean, you know, Stacey as the director and, and Jeff as, you know, being very active in, in your church, how do you see people using these audio files, if not just for their personal and individual prayer lives, how do you think it could be used at the parish level or mm-hmm. at other levels? Oh yeah. 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 I mean, the options are really endless. We're, you know, this is in its infancy. So we're, we're just launching. Um, the very first application will be on our app. So we've just updated our app. And um, so that will be the first application we're working on ways to make it available to churches so that they can easily yeah. and affordably make it available to their parishioners if they'd like them. So we have to, we're walking before we run. We're taking it one step at a time. Mm-hmm. Um, it will be eventually available on our website just as an, just as an individual offering. So I think there are, I mean, the possibilities are endless how you could use this. That's, mm-hmm. that's been the natural uh, progression of thoughts now that we have a completed season or completed book um, that uh, is very easy to take the shape of a classic audio book like that you would see on Audible. You know, that's that's an option. And of course, one of the other things we, we're trying to be sensitive to is folks that um, don't have a lot of uh, technical aptitude and who just don't care to have a lot of technical aptitude and they just prefer to, I don't know, to I guess they, I guess so those people, maybe they'd like to prefer to read the book, but we're trying to be sensitive to have this available in an, in the easiest format so that everybody could enjoy it. And and I think, you know, the Holy Spirit started this and the Holy Spirit's going to see it through. So yeah. 
it's going to be far and wide. And so for anyone listening, I mean, if you're on the app, thank you. Tell your friends to go get the app too, so they can listen to the audio to this podcast. If you're a book reader, go grab the book, um, pick it up from your parish or go online and, and purchase it. There, the sky's the limit, and God is going to speak to us each in an individual mm-hmm. way, and and through the way which we will respond and or listen to the best. Um, it's not always cut and dry, and we don't always listen well. But God is a good Father, and God always always reaches out to us, and we just have to accept that love. And the little books is a great way to do it. So. I- couldn't have said it better. What a great commercial. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Oh, boy. Um, yeah. So, you know, thank you, Stacy and Jeff, for, you know, getting together uh, over the Internet and discussing like and just telling this story, the story behind how Little Books went audio, <laughs> Little Books went audio file. And, you know, I, I hope people are excited for this. And before we wrap up, is there anything that anyone wants to share? Stacy's raising her hand. I'm raising my yeah. hand. Um, I well, first off, of course, I want to thank Jeff and his, I mean his passion and professionalism and expertise. It's he's a joy to work with, and as well Brenda and Eric. Yeah. I've never met these people yet in person. We've only talked. We're gonna have and to get together. Someday we're gonna have yeah. to figure yeah. that out. I'm gonna have to get to New York, or you're gonna have to get to Michigan. Yeah. So I wanted to thank them, and I also wanted to thank the Little Book staff. We have a very small staff, and we're connected to the Diocese of Saginaw. So people think we're a publishing house, and we're not. And these people are amazing. They're incredible. They care about their jobs. They do such a good job. And I don't want to forget that they really are behind making the little book come alive in the first place so that we even have something to read. I want to say, I want to go back to what we, what we started with uh, in the beginning um, and how we, how we use, how would we use the audio? You know, we, we use the word companion. Um, I, I think I was, I think I was making breakfast the other day and I had my iPad there and I put a few on and I'm just listening to them. You know, they're not sort of in the background, but you know, um, it's all, it's all good news and it's all, it's all, um, spiritual content that I, that I enjoy hearing and, I've listened to them over and over, like, you know, sometimes I listen to one, sometimes I listen to four or five in a row and, and it just works. And they're like little spiritual pick-me-ups and, and I'm hoping that, um, that people enjoy these in whatever way, uh, is most meaningful to them. Absolutely. You can use that. You can eat them as a snack or a full on <laughs> meal. However, how, however That's hungry right. you are, you know, you, it, it's there for, you know, it, it's available for, for everyone. So again, well, I just want to say thank you for telling yeah. us this story. Yeah, thank you. And in closing, you know, I just want to just go back to the beginning of Little Books. And it was Bishop Ken Untner who kind of planted this seed of, of Little Books and, it it grew and it grew and it grew and this this continues this legacy continues to grow from that little seed. Um, so I thought it would be fitting to close this podcast with the prayer Bishop Ken wrote for Cardinal Dearden, which is commonly known as the Oscar Romero prayer. 
It helps now and then to step back and take a long view. The kingdom is not only beyond our efforts, it is even beyond our vision. We accomplish in our lifetime only a tiny fraction of the magnificent enterprise that is God's work. Nothing we do is complete, which is a way of saying that the kingdom always lies beyond us. No statement says all that could be said. No prayer fully expresses our faith. No confession brings perfection. No pastoral visit brings wholeness. No program accomplishes the church's mission. No set of goals and objectives includes everything. This is what we are about. We plant the seeds that one day will grow. We water seeds already planted, knowing that they hold future promise. We lay foundations that will need further development. We provide yeast that produces far beyond our capabilities. We cannot do everything, and there is a sense of liberation in realizing that. This enables us to do something, and do it very well. It may be incomplete, but it is a beginning, a step along the way, an opportunity for the Lord's grace to enter and do the rest. We may never see the end results, but that is the difference between the master builder and the worker. We are workers, not master builders. Ministers, not messiahs. We are prophets of a future, not our own. Thank you.